Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. You know, for several years here on Chicago's Legal Latte, we've engaged in discussions about uh, really a wide range of legal issues. And during my visits with uh, with the attorneys from Lavelle Law, we we share information and assistance, uh, but naturally, in a in a 15 minute general discussion, we we can't really offer specific legal advice. But we do we do provide some some good guidelines on our topics. Uh, hi, everybody. This is Jim Mitchell back with you again. And often in these podcasts, we'll state that many issues are better better handled by an attorney than than trying to go it on your own. And it's it's fair that the normal response is, well, sure, but attorneys cost money. And today we're going to talk a little bit about attorneys' fees. And in particular, we'll take a look at some situations in which uh, you may not have to incur legal fees in, in matters of litigation and perhaps some other areas. Now, um, to help me in the conversation today, joining us for the very first time is Attorney Joshua Pagan. Uh, Joshua is an associate at Lavelle Law. I'm very excited to have him with us for the first time. So, Joshua, how are you? Nice to talk to you. I'm doing well. Nice to talk to you as well. I'm uh, super excited to be be speaking with you today. Got a great, got a great topic here, and and I want to kind of dive right in. When we're going to talk about, as I said, legal fees. So when when a suit is filed, and and a matter proceeds through the litigation process, um, normally is is the billing handled? That sort of you know each side is kind of responsible for whatever they rack up in terms of attorneys' fees. Exactly. Uh, um, unlike other countries, the uh, traditional rule in the United States is that each party to a lawsuit is responsible for their own attorney's fees. So if you're filing suit against someone, you have to pay your attorney. And if you are defending a lawsuit, um, uh, if you're defending yourself against the lawsuit, regardless of whether you think it's right or wrong, uh, you're responsible for paying your attorney. So that's, the, that's the traditional rule here in the States. And in your practice, do you see people who, you know, may very well have a legitimate case, but may just have to let it go because the cost of litigating might be more than what they stand to gain, even if they were to win the case? Yeah, all the time. Um, I mean, uh, un- unfortunately, um, the you know, litigating a case is expensive and it's uncertain. You know, so uh, sometimes it's not worth it to you know file suit against someone for two thousand dollars. Um, and it really just depends on the circumstances of the case. And, you know, you know fee-shifting provisions um, uh, are one of those factors. So it really just depends. Yeah, so let, let's talk about that because the circumstances um, seem to indicate that there are some times where the, where the plaintiff or the person who's filing the suit um, might not have to pay for their attorney's fees. How, how does that come to be? Sure. Um, so in Illinois, there are two ways that a plaintiff can be awarded their attorney's fees, um, either pursuant to an agreement between the parties or pursuant to statute. So if you enter into a contract with someone, and in that contract it says that if you have to sue them to enforce the contract or to sue them for breach of the contract, that you are awarded your fees, then that's one way that you can be afforded fees. Now. Uh, throughout either instance, you're still responsible for paying your attorney. Um, it's not until the end, if you win the case and you're awarded fees, that you are uh, 
off the hook. So throughout the litigation, each party still has to pay their attorney, but it's at the end uh, when you're awarded fees that you are essentially, um, it's so, sort of like a, a refund, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, the other way is uh, pursuant to a statute. So if you're filing someone for violating a statute that says that if you file suit against them for that violation that you get your fees, same thing. Okay. So are there certain types of claims in which this the you know, statutes might statutes might exist? Um, would this apply to only a, a limited number of types of cases? Um, it really just depends on the circumstances of your case. Uh, uh, for example, if you are in a car accident case and you're suing someone from ne- for negligence, there are very few instances in where a statute would apply. Uh, that would award you your fees. Now, personal injury is a little bit different because many of those attorneys work on contingency fees. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, in general, um, uh, it really just depends on the circumstances of your case. On the other hand, if you're suing someone under the state uh, of Illinois' uh, Consumer Fraud Act, um, that statute in particular has a prevailing party fee provision that basically says if you win, you get awarded your fees. Um, so it really just depends on the circumstances of your case and whether you're, fi- you're filing suit against someone um, under a statute that awards you your fees. Now, I've heard you use a couple times in our conversation here uh, a term uh, prevailing party. Um, mm-hmm. is that, obviously, to me, that sounds like uh, you know, if, if you are successful in your suit, um, then, then you may be awarded. Is, is that the right interpretation of that term? That's correct, yeah. So with prevailing party fee provisions, the way that they're worded, um, essentially it's something along the lines of uh, uh, that the prevailing party can be awarded reasonable attorney's fees and costs. Um, Now what that means basically is if you win your case, regardless of whether you're the plaintiff or the defendant, you can be awarded your fees. So say, for example, you're the defendant in a case and you're being sued by someone under a statute that has that prevailing party language, it's possible that you can request the court uh, award you your attorney's fees in defending against that lawsuit. Okay, so it's not just a plaintiff then that would uh, that might potentially be able to have their, their fees uh, returned, as, as you mentioned, or refunded them. It, it could be a defendant as well. That's correct, and it all just depends on what the what the provision says that's being used in the suit. If the provision only allows for the plaintiff to be awarded fees, then even if the defendant wins, they're still on the hook for their fees. If it's a prevailing party fee provision, then the winner of the case is the one who can be awarded their fees. So it just depends on the language of whatever provision is at issue in the lawsuit. We're, uh, we're having a great conversation today on, on the podcast with uh, LaBelle, Law, LaBelle Law Attorney uh, Joshua Pagan. Uh, you can learn more about Joshua's background by visiting his profile. Uh, that's up at LaBelleLaw.com. I, I reference that website uh, frequently here on our discussions. Uh, uh, Joshua's active in the litigation practice group, and he's been kind enough to take some time out of a, uh, a busy schedule to, to join us today for this uh, first time, and I hope it's uh, uh, the first of uh, many conversations we'll have with him. We're talking about attorney's fees in particular, 
And I, I just want to clarify a little bit there. We, we talked about um, uh, the two two ways, contractual or by statute, that someone could have their uh, their fees uh, paid for by by the other party. Um, is this something based on what what uh, that you've described that that someone would know going into their case that if I prevail, I will definitely be awarded the fees, or is that something that's sort of a judgment at, at the end of the trial, even if they were to be the successful or prevailing party? Um, it's usually up to the court's discretion. Um, many of these provisions uh, contain language that says reasonable attorney's fees and costs. So if your attorney is racking up a bill for the sake of rack, rack, racking up a bill and getting more money, it's likely that the court is not going to just give them uh, every penny that they've billed in your case. Um, so it's really up to the court's discretion. So at the end of the case, a lot of times what will happen is uh, 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 fee, uh, what are called fee affidavits um, or affidavits of fees will be submitted to the court um, by the attorneys illust um, uh, illustrating that uh, the fees were reasonable um, and usually there's a breakdown of some sort, but it, uh, at, at the end of the day, it's up to the court as to whether or not what you're requesting will be uh, awarded. And if uh, if a case, and I, you can correct me if I'm wrong, I assume many of these uh, litigation uh, issues go to a jury. Um, if the jury handles the, the solution of, of the question at hand, do they also then handle this, or is it just purely the uh, the judge that would make the determination on the fees? Um, I'm not sure, actually. Um, most, uh, the vast majority of cases that are filed um, mm -hmm. uh, end up in settlement. Um, so in most right. instances, uh, I'll, I, I've seen them settle. Um, so I'm not sure, actually. Yeah, well, we've talked about that, and, and the number is, is actually surprising in terms of, uh, you know, the, as you say, the vast majority, and I've, I've heard as many as, you know, over 90% get, get settled. Um, so that, yeah, uh, something over ninety percent. Yeah, uh, very interesting. So, um, just just to clarify, then, uh, um, a, a plaintiff or or even a defendant, as you mentioned, could um, could be successful in a case, um, and that case might be one in which uh, fees could be awarded, or they could make a uh, a request that they be awarded, but may not always may not always be handed that they may be successful but still walk away having to uh to pay their attorney um whatever amount of uh, fees they have accumulated that's correct it's it's uh it's uh it's purely dependent on two things one is there a fee shifting provision at play uh -huh. and like i said before it can be either pursuant to an agreement a contract of some sort between the parties or it can be pursuant to statute so if there's a fee-shifting provision at play that says that one of the parties can be awarded their fees, that would be determinative. And the other thing is many of these provisions um, state that reasonable attorney's fees and costs can be awarded. So it's all a matter, you know, if you're going to be awarded your fees, what is reasonable? Um, so it really just depends on the uh, circumstances of the case and how much time has been billed for that particular case. Now, tell me how you would work with a client who comes to you and you know is concerned about the cost of of uh, their case, whatever whatever it might be. Um, are there ways you can work with them to say, okay, look, you know, we we want to be successful here, but we do want to do what we can to to keep your bill at the right level. Uh, are there things you can do to help with them manage that from their end? 
Sure. Um, uh, one thing that we do in all of our consultations is we try to get as much information as possible from any prospective client because we want to be um, able to explore any option possible to file suit um, uh, under using, using some sort of fee-shifting provision. So if they bring in a contract, the first step would be examining the contract to see if there's any language in there. Um, if we think a statute is applicable, we would, agree, you know, we would review the statute and see if there's a way that we could file suit pursuant to the statute to get our fees as well. Um, typically, and it's not, just, uh, it's not unique to Lavelle Law, many firms do this, but uh, uh, many litigation cases are overseen by a more senior attorney whose hourly rate might be a little bit more expensive, and then all of the uh, actual for lack of a better term, heavy lifting in terms of the work is done by a younger associate whose rate's a little bit lower. Um, uh, in terms of uh, clients coming in with cases, I think uh, uh, they should understand exactly who will be working on their case, um, how much those individuals' rates are per hour, and exactly what's going to be billed for. Uh, uh, what, what kind of work will be built. Um, uh, and that's something that, you know, we usually do a very good job here at Lavelle Law of explaining to people um, when they come in. Uh, so if you have a better understanding of what's being built, um, you have a better uh, expectation of how much you're going to be paying. Um, so those are some of the things that can be done to um, not only manage how much uh, time is built, but also mm -hmm. um, ensure that you uh, can pursue any route of getting your attorney's fees awarded to you. And, and just a minute or so left here, but uh, in, a, in talking to some of your colleagues in the past, it, it also seems that uh, to make your job easier, to make things go more quickly, it, it's really incumbent upon the client to come in with whatever materials they have and, and be able to provide you with contracts or copies of memos or anything else that, uh, that can support their case, you know, they got to do a little bit of the work to, to provide you with what makes your job easier as well. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. If you, have a, if you want to sue someone for breach of contract, bring in the contract. If there's other documentation that supports your claim, uh, it's better to bring it all in at that initial consultation so we can give you the best answer possible. Well, we've gotten a, a number of great answers today from Attorney Joshua Pagan. Our first visit with him uh, as he stops by from Lavelle Law. We thank him very much for being here. And, of course, I look forward to future conversations. Uh, LavelleLaw.com, one more time, is a place to top and take a look, get some more information on the litigation practice group. And if you need anything else, you can reach out to the attorneys at 847-705-7555. Great to have you with us. Thanks, Josh, for being here, and we thank you for listening as well.